on the radio today So turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio Good afternoon, everybody. It's a Thursday. It's January 11, 2024. The Michael K. Show is on the air. Michael K., Don LaGreca, Peter Rosenberg. As you probably know by now, if you're listening to the radio, you don't care, but we are not on Yes right now. Uh. The uh, the Nets are playing the Cavaliers in Paris, and they're getting uh, their butts kicked 54-32. Not uh, if, if I was Yes, I might just bag the game and come to the show. That's, they want a number. Uh, yeah, but, they want a number, but uh, we'll just enjoy ourselves on radio till they join us at about five o'clock when this debacle is over. So we find out today another big name has bit the dust, and that is Bill Belichick. He is no longer the coach of the New England Patriots. And in one day, we lose 71-year-old Bill Belichick from his job, 24 years, 10 Super Bowls, six winning Super Bowls. Then we lose Nick Saban, 72 years old, the head coach of Alabama, and obviously all the years, 17 years there, with six national championships, seven um, personally because he had one with LSU, and then Pete Carroll with the one Super Bowl championship with Seattle. And um, the one guy who got to call a shot is Nick Saban because I think he could have stayed at Alabama as long as he wanted. But Carroll and Belichick did not call their shot. You know, Belichick and Kraft could say, you know what, it was a mutual parting of the ways. Okay, I'll play along. I just don't think Kraft wanted him anymore. Probably wants to install Mayo or maybe even Vrabel, um, Mike uh, Vrabel. Vrabel. And um, I, I think Bill Belichick's going to get another job. But this is my take on Belichick. And what, I, I, first off, why it affects us all so much. We who love sports, we use people like the three guys that retired or were fired as our markers in life. You know, there are certain things that we remember. Well, this is he was here and this happened then. And those markers are going by. So it affects people of a certain age. Well, okay, that's one thing. The second thing is, you know, everybody's saying, well, he has seven jobs from which to choose. He doesn't have the eighth job. That's the Patriots because he's losing that. But I think he has every job to choose from except for a rare few. Because if I'm an owner of a team, if I have a coach in place, I would fire him tomorrow if it's not a long-term rebuilding plan and you feel like you're one great coach away from getting the Vince Lombardi trophy. And I'm sorry, I like Robert Sala. I'm friendly with Robert Sala. And that includes the Jets, everybody. Because the one call I would make if I'm Woody uh, Johnson, I would call up Bill Belichick right now and go, listen, it didn't happen the last time. You had a problem with me. I will give you $40 million a year to come here and run everything. I will not at all bother you. I wouldn't even be around the team if you don't want me to. Just take this over. Just take this over. Uh, probably swing and miss, but Don, Peter, any team out there, if the Cowboys lose to the Packers, you fire Mike McCarthy. Anybody but like like Jim uh, John Harbaugh, he, he's secure with the Ravens. Tell me the coach that's not secure. That that that's too secure to be fired for Bill Belichick. Tell me. I mean I probably Andy Reid in Kansas City. Right. Uh, I would think John Harbaugh in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel good about that. Uh, Those uh, Sean McVay, the, the the two California coaches, uh, right? I, McVay I and, and Shanahan. They're they're both. You're not moving on from yeah, them. Yeah, those four for sure. Um, I don't. I I, I don't I, think I don't he'd think be he, set for Green Bay. I, I think Lafleur no, is set. 
Yeah, but you're, I, not I messing, you're not messing with Campbell in Detroit. I mean, they've had their greatest success in like the last 20 years with you know him as head coach, just what they've been able to accomplish this Tomlin. year alone. Tomlin. Uh, yeah, pro- I mean, for me, just because I think he's great, but you hear the Steeler fans like pan the guy. But, you know, you're consistently in the playoffs every single year and competing for one. You would think Tomlin would be okay. Yeah, so there's quite a few in the playoffs. But McCarthy, I think if they don't go to a Super Bowl, he's out. And I think that would be the perfect landing spot because they are a great right. coach away from being now, a Super Bowl team. Now, Sirianni in, in Philadelphia, you would figure he'd have he'd be in good shape. They went to a Super Bowl last year, ah. had a lead in the Super Bowl. But there's a lot of dysfunction there. They completely tanked the last month of the season. If they were to get bounced by Tampa... And go two. What would it be, uh, Peter? It would be two and like six in their last eight games. Whatever. Like it would be a ridiculous uh, record down the stretch of the season. I mean, this was a ten and one team, right? That I think it would be losing four of six to, to it, close things right. out. Four of six to close things out. Losing to Arizona. Losing to the Giants. If they lose a playoff game to Tampa, that only made the playoffs because they're in the NFC South. I could see Philadelphia it letting be- him go. It would be a conversation, and I'll tell you guys what, and I, a credit to our friend Q-Tip who, who texted me this today. Belichick to Philly is an interesting one, too. You know, I, I was thinking about it after he, he said it. I was like, wow. Number one, it's a pretty ready-made team. And number two, I just think personality-wise, I think Philly would be all over Bill Belichick. I think they would love Bill Belichick in Philadelphia. I could see that. Dallas, Dallas is certainly one that makes sense. You have to think Jerry would be willing to throw it all at, at Belichick. And they It would be just be- what Porcells did. Right, and, and they seem ready also. So there there are a few options here for old Bill. And yeah, I think he gets to call a shot right now. I don't think he's, you know, uh, and, you know, you say old Bill. I know you're just, you know, being cute about that. But this is a 72-year-old guy who doesn't act 72. Same thing with, same thing with Saban and same thing. And, and Bill's actually 71. He'll be 72 next year but or, or later this year. But uh, the bottom line is he, even Carroll looks young. Uh, Saban doesn't looks younger than he did when he was an assistant to Bill in Cleveland. So I don't think that age plays a role. I think with with Saban, the NIL stuff drives him nuts. And if you look at the uh, the the money that's available to all the schools, you look at Texas; they have like a, an endowment of forty billion dollars. Alabama has one billion. There's no way that Alabama can continue to play this game at the level that that Saban has had. But uh, it's interesting, Belichick and Kraft. They had this dual press conference, right? They really didn't say anything. They, they professed their love for each other, but it's time to move on. Well, why? Why is it time to move on? And the, 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 these guys did not get to call their shot. There are very few happy endings in life. That's why I always laugh when, when people go, oh. And I, Just ask you, Robert Kraft. Sorry, continue. But the, the, there are those were happy endings. <laughs> but but the, but the bottom line is, you know, people always say, oh, he can't get fired. He's been more of Albert got fired, period. End of sentence. And this this was not because of the indiscretions that happened. He got fired a second time after he came back and rehabilitated his image. He got fired. So anybody could get fired. Bill Belichick just got fired. He got fired. Pete Carroll got fired. Please don't tell me anymore that anybody's too big to get fired. Bill Belichick gave the he made the, the New England Patriots one of the great franchises in all of sports in his 24 years there. And you know what? Three out of four losing seasons, he's gone. Right, it's the way but, it works. Yeah, but, but you know, th- th- there's a lot of things that can be true. I mean, you could look at Bel, you could look at Belichick and think he's great, and Kraft think, hey, I, I love him. But you know, it's time. You know, 24 years. I think it's time. We we don't. We're going to have to draft a quarterback. This might be the time where we've got to move in a different direction. That the, the, both things can be true. You respect the man. You want the man. You like the man. But it's time to just move on. 
But there's also a conversation, guys, and I think, Peter, you, you're in this camp. They're probably I, – I, you can make a case that you don't think Bill's the right guy anymore. Well, there could and, be a team out there to say, you know, never mind his age. I don't know. Post Brady. Well, supposedly went, that's what the commanders are saying. Well, they have no interest in him. Exactly. Right. And, Michael, you said the age thing isn't necessarily a big deal. I'll tell you where it would be a big deal, a place like Washington. I think going to have a complete reset – you know, that's going to take time and you're doing a complete culture rebuild situation. I don't think that suits Bill Belichick. I don't think it makes sense. Washington's made it clear they're they're not going. They're going after uh, they have their eyes on other people. Ben Johnson, maybe from Detroit, whatever it may be. Um, but I do think for a ready made situation, Belichick is a great choice for me. I look at it as the guy is 72, and I think my team's going to take a while. And number two, guys, I know this may sound pessimistic. Winning is very hard in this league. We know that. Getting the next coach is no guarantee you're winning a Super Bowl. So can I at least enjoy the ride? I don't I don't find Bill Belichick enjoyable. I'd, I'd rather roll my dice having a good time with Pete Carroll, even though Bill Belichick is the greatest of all time. Uh, if, I, if you personally told me to choose, my dream scenario right now would be the commanders grab uh, Pete Carroll, go draft Caleb Williams, and, and try that thing again. But listen, Belichick's going to go somewhere, yeah. and I think he can still yeah, be really effective with the right team. It doesn't make sense what you're saying. If the guy wins Super Bowls, it's enjoyable, whether he's a, he's a curmudgeon or not. But what I'm saying is I know it's unlikely to win Super Bowls. Especially Why? On, especially if you're starting with, with from scratch. Uh, that I understand, but I mean... He's. Uh, I watched everything on ESPN. And one of the things they kept saying, "Well, he's not going to out of respect to the Patriots. He's going to. He's not going to coach in the AFC. What? So that he's eliminating San Diego. That's ridiculous. That, Why that's, wouldn't he coach in the AFC? Now, now, real quick though, hear me out on this, Don. Let me ask you. You're a reasonable okay. man. Though Belichick is obviously the better coach. Do you think I'm crazy that if we're going out to to get our franchise quarterback, I'd rather have that quarterback paired with Pete Carroll? I, I think that's fair. I mean, we, we could we could disagree about it, but it's not an outrageous statement that you're making. Pete Carroll is a, is a, is a, I'm sorry, he might be the same age as Bill. He's a lot more vibrant. He's a lot more entertaining. And and if I'm going to lose for a couple of years with a with a young quarterback feeling his way, I'd rather do it with Pete Carroll than Bill Belichick. That's what Guys, I'm saying. I think I think Belichick could break someone. Right, I mean, and, Bill and Belichick. Saw it's, what it's heavy all... hands he had with, with. I mean, listen, Mac Jones is not good. We know that. Neither is Bailey Zappi. But guys, we, I think we all would agree that was a nasty, heavy-handed, poor job with the quarterback over the last two years in New England. Well, it was a poor job with the offense. I mean, if you want to strike against Bill Belichick, he had the audacity to to install Matt Patricia, a defensive guy, as the offensive coordinator. As if anybody could do it, that setback. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, they've been terrible. You know, and I, I love the people that argue about Bill Belichick's greatness. Oh, he never did anything without Tom Brady. Oh, stop it! Tell me the great coaches that won Super Bowls yeah. without well, a great quarterback. Again, up until recently, the last Browns team to make the playoffs, Bill Belichick was the head coach, right? Until well, uh, until Baker Mayfield got him in a couple of years ago, and and he did go to the playoffs that first year after. Uh, he Brady left. He, he got pulverized in that game uh, against Buffalo, but he still made the playoffs. Uh, and I think if he's got a quarterback, he would do fine. But but to Peter's point, Michael, if you're the Commanders and you're going to draft a new quarterback and you're kind of starting a new new ownership and you're going to be you know bad for a couple of years, 
it, it, that's a tough scenario because it's all not giving you anything. We're on to Cincinnati stuff. When you're trying to kind of sell a new, vibrant franchise, that could be tough where I think Carroll is going to carry the flag. He's going to do a lot of promotion. He's going to really get people excited. You're going to have a losing season but be pumped up because Pete's pumped up on the sideline. I, I see where I see where he's coming from. I mean, you could, you could admit that Belichick may be a better coach, but is it the right situation for a team that's starting from scratch? I get no, what I, I don't even think I don't even think Carroll's the right situation for teams starting from scratch. No, hire a seventy-two-year-old no, guy. He's the, dude. He might. What, I hate that phrase. Age is a number. But the one thing it applies to is him. I mean, you heard that press conference. How he's talking about? You know, who was he quoting? Peter in his press conference. Um, uh, Bud Grant, you know, about you know chasing the next wave. Like, he's still. You see him on the sidelines chewing his gun, rubbing up and down the sideline. He. He's 72, man, but that's just a number, man. If somebody told you that he's actually 56, you'd believe it. Yeah, but do you believe he's got eight more years of coaching in him? But I don't think it's going to take eight years to win. What, do you, what, do you, what kind of contract would you sign him to? What, like a, a, a four- or five-year contract? Five-year deal. You're going to sign a guy till he's 77? But, but Pete Carroll, I would. I think I would, Maybe. too. Uh, yeah, of the th- I don't think Pete Carroll's going to get a job this year. I think well, Belichick I think will mistake. get whatever one he wants. I think it would be a mistake. That's wild to me. Yeah, but that is, that is wild, Michael. Really, like, listen, do I think Bill Belichick is a better coach overall than Pete Carroll? I do. But is the gap that great that he's guaranteed a job and that you're telling me of that because of his age at 72 that Pete Carroll's not going to have hey, one? Hey, I love Pete Carroll. I love everything he stands for. I like the way he comports himself. Bill Belichick's the greatest. He could be the greatest coach in the history of sports. Pete Carroll's not in that discussion. He's but just recently- not. But is it isn't recency of some importance? Okay, so uh, I mean, P- Pete Carroll's in the playoffs last year. He, Pete Carroll just turned Geno Smith from Geno, Geno Smith, Smith right. into Geno Smith. I mean, he's still doing it. He's still getting teams. To, listen, no one's going to argue with you, Michael. Let's not get lost here. Belichick's on a different level. Okay, yeah, he's, of course, he's he's on Mount Rushmore, and frankly, he's sitting ahead of Vince Lombardi. Okay, I think we all agree he's the man. But at this moment. That he'll get any job he wants, and Pete Carroll won't coach next year. That to me, that is crazy. I think it's going to be interesting to see because a lot of people want young coaches. They want to discover the next big thing. Now, if you're the Cowboys and you've got an 80 year old owner and he's desperate to win, you're going to go well, with the proven commodity. See, that's why the situation in Dallas to me, and then I, I will almost guarantee you, short of a Super Bowl, McCarthy's out of a job. I agree. Even if he goes to the NFC Championship. Now, if he goes to a Super Bowl, different story. But if they lose to San Francisco which might seem unfair because the 49ers, I think, are the best team in football. If they, go to, if they go to San Francisco and lose in the championship game, I think McCarthy's out of a job. And Belichick would be perfect there because that's a ready-now team to win. With a good quarterback, a great defense, they're ready. But to Peter's point, you know, Washington, you know, to rebuild there. That, that, How about that's Atlanta? A that, that's, that's a Atlanta's big Atlanta's got talent in a very winnable division. Okay, you telling me the Bill Belichick can't lead the Falcons to a division championship and in the playoffs next year? Absolutely could. I, I, I'm Arthur Smith you almost too. got him in the playoffs last year. If if I'm New Orleans, I'd fire Dennis Allen in a second. Especially after what happened. Yeah, if you could get Bill Belichick in a second. So I don't. I, I, I listen. He's going to get a job if he wants one. I think he wants one. He wants those 15 wins. Now I don't think there's ever a scenario that Be- Belichick would come to the Jets. I mean, I still think it's a thing. Even though we don't know exactly, I agree. Why. But isn't it worth trying? But but to me, right now, if we, how sick to your stomach would you be 
if you were Woody Johnson, or if you're a Jet fan, I, I, maybe Jet fans hate Bill. I, I'm sure they do, but would they not want him because of the hatred they have for him? I, I don't know. But imagine how sick you would be if you were to find out after it's all, all the dust settles that if offered the job, Belichick would take it. But the Jets didn't offer to him because they had Robert Sala. Now, I would be sick to my stomach. For, for those that are wondering, gee, but would Rodgers want it? Rodgers, who is on a retreat right now, Climbed up to a top of the mountain, according to, to Pat McAvee, because he wanted to say how much he adored right. Bill Belichick. He had to have a say on it. No. I think that I think Aaron Rodgers would be pretty cool no. with Bill Belichick being his coach. Now, you want conspiracy theory since we were all in on that? You mentioned McAfee and conspiracy theory just popped in my head for some reason. And then Aaron Rodgers, too. Do you think that maybe something's going on? Aaron Rodgers was not going on McAfee. He was done for the year. Belichick is out. He hops on McAfee to praise the fact he's got Belichick. So you know Rodgers would want Belichick. You don't think that Woody Johnson maybe made a call? Hey, would you be interested in Belichick? Yeah, I'd be interested in Belichick. Well, you want me to quote that? I'll go on McAfee and tell the world I'm interested in Belichick. This is the guy that's basically running the Jets saying he loves Bill Belichick. Doesn't that trump the fact that he likes Robert Sala? And what a... If it's not... I mean, right now it was all lovey-dovey. But you know there's got to be some enmity between he and Kraft. What a way to strike back at Kraft. Because the Jets are closer to winning than the, the Patriots are. They just are. So he takes over and Ro- and Rodgers is healthy. There's no telling what he could do because a great defense is already in place. All they got to do is make the offense better. And the offense will automatically be better if Rodgers is healthy. So it's all there for him to look like a genius. It just is. Now, this is not even a knock that I don't think Robert Sala is a good coach. You have a chance at Bill Belichick. Hey, guys. So you, I, you do it. You try. Didn't I say the other day that it's not about whether a coach deserves to be fired or not? You have to ask as an organization, can I do better? And I'm sorry. I'm a big Robert Sala fan. You're, not, you're telling me Bill Belichick's not better? Or that any of these coaches, quite frankly... Now, I know yeah, well, you. We started the show saying there's very few would hold their jobs. Right. I mean, listen, I, I have the same question for, for Chicago. Now, I don't know how they've got the first overall pick coming, and they got all these great Hall of Fame coaches available, and, and you, you go back into bed with Eberflus? What are you thinking? What are you just telling the world we won't pay these guys? That's, I guess, what they're doing. I guess the Bears are saying we wouldn't pay, we wouldn't pay a coach that much money. But the Jets would. Jets think should. Johnson would be cheap paying a coach. They don't count towards the salary cap. And, and you know what? Let, let's not just um, hold it to the Jets. The Giants should investigate it. Everybody should. On, I mean, you, you, got, you have a conversation within an organization when you see all these great coaches available, especially the two that are most recently in the NFL, especially with Belichick and with Pete Carroll. Do, do either of these coaches make us better? And there's all, you mentioned the ones that are in the playoffs right now, but I would think the majority of the NFL would say we would be better. And, so don't and, you have to do it? And, and what you have to do is you have to do it through back channels, almost what the Cubs did. David Ross was the manager until they said, you know what, Craig Council's available, and we think he's great, and we're going to fire David Ross, but they want, nobody knew anything about it until he was hired by the Cubs. So you could make that phone call to Belichick. Right. And the guy is very closed mouth. He's not leaking things to the media. Would you be interested? And if he says he's interested, then you work the deal out and then you fire the coach. I'm sorry, and I'm not a guy who advocates for firing, but great 
organizations, not just in sports, great businesses. As Don just said so beautifully, you always try to get better. You just try to get better. Now, if somebody's better out there, you go for that. Now, Shane and Dable are attached at the hip, so I don't know if Shane would have an appetite for it, but if his boss, John Mara, said, make the call, how do you not make the call? No, you don't even have Shane make the call. Right, but, right, but you know what I mean. John Mara does. John Mara makes the call. We've always heard that that's the one job Belichick would want the coach would be the Giants. And even if you're a fan of Dable, just ask yourself the question, has he done enough here where you'd say, I'd rather have him than Belichick? And then you're already replacing your defensive coordinator, your special teams coach, your offensive line coach. Uh, Kafka's interviewing for head coaching jobs. I don't think he's going to get them, but it's not impossible to think that they might move on from Kafka or Kafka could leave. And you could even make the case of firing Kafka, how bad the offense was this year. Like, what are you holding on to? You're, 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 almost, you're revamping the team to begin with. Like, again, I'm a Dable fan, and I don't think he, quote-unquote, deserves to be fired. But if you ask the question, are we better with Bill Belichick? Then you make the call, no? And, I, and Bill, Bill Belichick has always professed his love for the Giants. Always. Always. Before there was any talk about him leaving New England the way that he left today, he always said, that's the one job that I always wanted. And if you go back to the Giants' history, and again, I'm, I'm sure John thinks about this because he's the one owner that does go back a long ways with the franchise, with his dad and everything, is that... Lombardi wanted to coach the Giants. So did Landry. Landry wanted to coach the Giants. They were the defense and offensive coordinators in the 50s, and they never got that opportunity. One went to Dallas and killed it. The other one went to Green Bay and killed it. So, I mean, John might be thinking, wow, if I got a chance to bring Bill Belichick in here, the guy that always wanted to be here. And is there, is there, is there any world, Don, in which if you're Mara and company, who wasn't really necessarily closely involved with what was happening with regard to uh, the the last week of sort of messiness here, that they might say, you know what, I'm not feeling as great about Dable as I was. This was not a this was not a week that I think covered now, Dable in glory. Now, what I would what I would say though, emphatically, if I were John Mara and I was going to make this phone call, I would make it very clear to Bill, very clear, that Joe Shane is running the operation as far as personnel is concerned. You're coming here to coach. Because Bill Belichick is great, not a great general manager. And I think part of the problem they had in New England is poor drafts. Now, I don't know if Bill would agree to that, but apparently there were rumors that he he was willing to give up some power in New England. But wouldn't you have that conversation? Now, you're not coming here and buying the groceries. I have a guy that can do that. But you know what? If the only way he'd come there is to buy the groceries, I think I would do it. Right. Is Shane good enough that he's keeping you from, from saying yes? Yeah, but that, but doesn't that devalue Bill as much as you're a fan of him as a coach that all of a sudden now he's running your show? Uh, to me, that takes a little bloom off the rose. Uh, for me, it does. I, I wouldn't want him in that role either. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes, including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. Get your box for the big game by listening to DPH on Rothenberg. That's from 6 to 10 a.m. Barton Hahn from noon to 3 and the Michael K. Show from 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. for a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. For full contest details, please go to superboxbonanza.com. All right, in a moment, we're going to talk to Ian O'Connor. 
He wrote the book about Bill Belichick. Want to get his take on what broke down in New England and where he thinks Bill is more apt to go. So stick around for that. This new year, it's time to finally lose that weight. The safe and natural way with NJ Diet. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you'll lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help you keep the weight off. Don't take shots the rest of your life. Don't do that. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, naturally, quickly, and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Right now we talk with Ian O'Connor who who wrote the book about Bill Belichick, best-selling uh, book, it. several best-selling it? books. It was terrific. He, it, it was a great book. And uh, so we said, let's let's get him on to talk about Bill who parted ways with the Patriots today. Ian, uh, first off, a late happy new year to you and thank you for coming on. Same to you, Michael, Don, and Peter. Great to be on. Thank you. All right. Did this surprise you? And from your sources, I'm sure that you still have there, what exactly went down that they parted ways? Well, 4-13 and 13 went down. And, and really, I know Robert Kraft is talking about the three seasons combined after Brady left, but this was really his first terrible season. The other seasons were mediocre and somewhat acceptable, maybe not by New England Patriots standards, but this was the first really bad New York Jet-like season, and he's gone. And when... Brady left the Patriots. Uh, one of his friends told me that Tom is Belichick out. I think Robert Kraft was Belichick out. 
And 4 and 13 gave him the avenue to execute this separation agreement. And really, it's a firing. But I do agree, you don't fire Bill Belichick. You've you got to make it more of a ceremony than anything else, an appreciation of the 24 years. And I, I think he handled it the right way. I really do. And, and also not seeking compensation. I think that was the right move, too. For what Brady and Belichick did for that organization, six Super Bowl titles, nine appearances in the big game, they deserve to be free agents, and I'm glad they did it that way. How much? What's more desperate for him, do you think? Winning another Super Bowl the way Brady did or breaking Shula's record? It's a good question. I know that uh, after Don Shula called him Belichick, it hardened Bill's resolve to break that record. And it's funny because he grew up, and Don Shula was really one of his idols. His father knew Shula, and that hurt. That really hurt that he said that. And then maybe Shula said it in jest, but I believe he said it more than once. And so uh, Bill Belichick is never going to admit that for public consumption. But I truly, and I had somebody close to him tell me that, that that does mean something to him, and he was hurt. So uh, I, I think that since Brady won a Super Bowl without him, if he had a choice, Listen, you're going to win a Super Bowl next year, but for some unknown reason, you're not going to break down Shula's record. Or you'll break down Shula's record but not win a Super Bowl. I think he'll take the trophy because Brady won one. Now, had Brady not won one without him, maybe he'd have a different answer on truth serum, but I think he'll take the Lombardi trophy to match Brady. Right, let's play uh, the what-if game. What if Woody called him up, offered him $35 million, run of the show, I will not get involved. Would he even consider going to the Jets? He should, because I never quite understood why Belichick was so mad at the Jets. He went a couple of years there, Michael, as, as you recall. He wouldn't even say the word Jets. He would say that other team that I worked for. And, but he walked out on the Jets. They didn't walk out on him. They wanted him to be the head coach. And he didn't even know Woody Johnson. So the big problem at the time was he didn't want to work under Bill Parcells, who was staying in the organization, in some vague role. And I have this in my book, but Parcells was really brutal on Belichick in his Jets years, more so than he was during their Giants years, because he had something new over Belichick. Bill had failed as a head coach. So Parcells, I had so many players at the Jets tell me that he really at times, and I hate to say this because I, I have a good professional relationship with Parcells, but he embarrassed Bill in front of the players. And so I, I think that once Belichick found out that Parcells was going to stay in the organization to some extent, he was out of there. And Craft uh, threw him a lifeline, and, and he took it. Of course, it, it was complicated getting to that point. But, yeah, I think that – and by the way, in talking about the relationship between Kraft and Parcell, and, and I'm sorry, Belichick, that was complicated too. And there were times in the hallway where Belichick would pass Kraft and not even say hi to him. This is his boss. So uh, that's why I say he was Belichick out after 24 years, because as much as he appreciated all the championships and the glory – and, and the dynasty, actually it was two separate dynasties, really. It was tough. It was a tough 24 years behind the scenes. And I've had long, I had one long conversation with Robert Kraft about it and, and people close to Kraft. And they felt like he belonged in the Hall of Fame just because he survived Bill in those years on a daily basis and managed that personality in a way that probably no other NFL owner could. Now, I'm sure the Giants are very happy with Brian Dable, but there's a lot of dysfunction going on with the coaching staff. Would John Mara make that phone call? John Mara, and I guess I never answered uh, the, the Jets question. 
I do think that Belichick would take the phone call, and I do think Woody Johnson would, should make the phone call. It's, it's, it's really a no-brainer. Why wouldn't you? It's one phone call. And if he says no, he says no. But uh, listen, the, the Jets are really more so than the Giants, a perfect situation for Bill Belichick. He's got a quarterback who's as close to Brady, if he could somehow stay healthy, as, as anyone in the league and Aaron Rodgers. He's got the defense. He's got Garrett Wilson. He's got Brees Hall. And it keeps him close to his home in Massachusetts and Nantucket. And maybe it's a full circle thing where I walk down on the Jets. Now I'm going to be the guy who ends the drought and puts them in the Super Bowl for the first time since man stepped on the moon. So that, to me, does make more sense than the Giants. But I do know that Mara has stayed in touch with Bill over the years, a lot really via email. He asked him, obviously, about uh, Joe Judge before they hired him. Bill told him, well, he's better than the, the last two guys you hired. So he did give Judge that recommendation. I know when Belichick made a great bunker shot at Pebble Beach in the Pro-Am, John sent him an email about it. So they, they have something of a relationship but I, I just think it, it's not going to happen. But the Jets make so much more sense to me for Belichick than the Giants do, even though even though that was at one point his dream job. I was very interested to to read some of the stuff that you put on social media about the low point for Bill in New England. Can you tell that story that you just tweeted out about, you know, the low point was after the Giant loss, the first Giant loss? Yeah, in some ways it's a high point because I've talked to players who said that was his finest moment. And it was the most devastating defeat maybe any NFL team ever had. When you think about their one play away, and you think of all the crazy plays, not just Tyree, but Asante Samuel in that game. If one of those things goes New England's way, they're 19-0, and and they go down as the greatest team of all time, and it was yanked away from them. And that locker room was a locker room of broken, crying, shattered men. Belichick walks in there, and Dante Stallworth, the receiver, said, I've never seen a look like that on Bill's face or any coach's face. It was, he was that defeated. He was that broken. And he stood in front of us. And you know how people can somehow, when they apologize or say it's my fault, subtly shift some of the brain, uh, blame in the middle of their little speech to other people, to the oh, players. Oh, I do it all the time. Coaches. do it all the time. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of you, Michael, by the way, when I said that. But uh, maybe a little bit. But he, he didn't do any of that. And he only spoke for maybe 50 to 60 seconds. But he said, this was my fault. I let you down. They had a bad week of practice that week, by the way. They were leaking oil. The 18-0 had gotten to that team. They were feeling the pressure. And the Giants were getting better and better. And it was just a perfect storm, and they lost. But he said, I did not prepare you to win this game. And he knew he had to coach that team through that moment, the pain those men were feeling. And he took it on himself. And multiple players who heard it said he did not even mention the assistant coaches, never mind the players. And as he walked out of the room, Dante Stallworth said to me, it was like he just faded to black. And that scene, I ended a chapter with that scene because it really, I think it's a profound moment that in his most devastating defeat, Belichick rose to the moment and realized, I have to coach these players, my team, one more time, one more possession, through this pain, and he was man enough to do it. In that game, and you also mentioned this in your tweet, a lot of questions still remain. I wonder if he's ever really answered it. Why did he not go for the field goal in the third quarter and went for it on fourth down? And Goskowski that year, if I remember correctly, had uh, some field goals over 50 yards, and I believe, and I'd have to go back to the book, which I don't have in front of me, but I believe it would have been a 49-yarder. Mm-hmm. 
And even Teddy Bruschi afterward said it on ESPN. Is you almost have to question now, is he the greatest coach of all time to make a decision like that? Plus, he had Brady throwing the ball all the time. And what was it? Brady had 46 of 48 passes to 16 runs. And so there was no balance there. But still, with all that, if Asante Samuel makes the interception, he should have made. And that was a guy who had a ton of interceptions. He had great hands. And there were so many things in that game. If just one of them went against the Giants and for the Patriots, they're 19-0. and And it's amazing that Bill won six Super Bowls in New England and his best team didn't win. And it's a testament to Eli Manning and Tom Coughlin and that program that they had the fortitude to see that through and, and topple probably the best team in NFL history. If you, were, if you were just to guess, just based on what you know from observing the man and paying attention to the team the last couple of years, and you were making the decision to bring someone in, do you think Bill still has it and, and you think he could go somewhere and reasonably go win a championship? I think, Peter, he could still coach. And I need you to bring Josh McDaniels with you. I want to know who your offensive coordinator is. As long as I know that, and if it's Josh McDaniels, he's not a good head coach, but boy, he's the best OC of his generation. There's no doubt about that. I need an offensive coordinator to come with you. I need to know up front who that's going to be, and then I'll pay you mm-hmm. 35 or $40 million because you're Bill Belichick. And I think for him, he needs that quarterback already in place. If he goes to Atlanta... That, that's not the case. That would concern me if I were a friend of Bill's. Hey, we don't have the quarterback yet, so just bring the – I think just as much as Parcells needed Belichick by his side to win championships, I think Belichick really needs McDaniels or somebody close to as mm-hmm. good as him by his side as an offensive coordinator. Now, I wonder, because it, it would for me, I wonder if it would for you, that some of the bloom off his rose would come off wanting to hire him if he wanted to buy the groceries. You agree with that? Yeah, Don, I do. I do. I, I think somebody like Arthur Blank would probably give him the power, and I'm not sure that's a good thing. Right. Bill's go, going to be, he's going to be, what, 72 in April. And at this point, hey, let's just focus on winning a championship and breaking Don Shula's record and being the best coach in the league, which you can be again. Let's take this off your plate. Now, we'll hire a GM you like. We'll hire someone you're comfortable with. We'll hire someone who will take your opinion and value it to the nth degree. But let's make you the head coach of our team, and let's focus on winning a championship and breaking Shula's record, and let's get you some help. And I think Bill should be uh, willing to accept those conditions, and I hope he is. Isn't the perfect job for him, Ian, the Cowboys, follow the the path of Parcells? Why no? Well, he's got the tools there to win, but Jerry Jones holds a press conference after every game right outside the locker room. I don't know if you've ever covered a game or been to a game in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But down the hallway is the press conference room, and right outside the locker room, Jerry holds his every Sunday press conference. If Belichick is saying one thing down the hall and Jerry's contradicting that, or more likely Belichick is saying nothing of consequence down the hall, and Jerry is commenting on the quarterback situation, on this and that, Monday Belichick has to answer for that. And I, that's a problem. Now, if he goes there and Jerry says, listen, I'm not going to do that anymore, and I won't do my radio show, because that's how badly I want you, and that's how badly I want you to win a Super Bowl here where you belong with America's team, okay, then yes, it's a perfect situation. But Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones. I do not see him changing. And Parcells once told me that he liked Jerry Jones, but that was one thing he didn't like. He held a press conference after every game right outside the locker room, and I just can't see Belichick going with that. So where do you think he ends up? Best guess. 
I think there's a lot of smoke in Atlanta, and I don't think that's a pr- – they have a pretty good roster. And the one thing Atlanta gives you is a division that is not hard to win. Now, for most of Belichick's career, he had that in the AFC East. The NFC South gives you a pretty manageable path to the tournament. But I, I just don't like after Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, I, I don't want to walk in there where my best quarterback right now is Desmond Ritter. Uh, and I think Bill, I, I think he needs that quarterback in place or a strong belief that they could move up in the draft and get the kid from LSU, Jaden Daniels, or somebody so he has a quarterback to start with. I think that's imperative. Who's the better coach, Saban or Belichick? I think Belichick because Saban coached, and I, not because he didn't succeed in Miami with the Dolphins uh, for 15 minutes, but in Saban's sport, you get rewarded for being great. You get to then find the best high school players in the country every year. In the NFL, when you're great, you get punished. In the draft, via the schedule, and with the cap, because now you've got to pay X amount of guys. So because Belichick did it and built a dynasty in a sport designed to prevent you from building a dynasty, and Saban did it in a sport that encourages you or allows you to have a dynasty, I think you have to give the edge to Bill Belichick. So what book are you working on now before we let yes. you go? Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Hmm. Is he cooperating? I never thought. Uh, no. No, at least not, not as of today. He's not. And... That's okay. I'm used to that with my books. I think you guys know, and you've said nice things and about my books in the past. I very much appreciate that. You've given me the opportunity to come on your show and talk about them, and that's certainly helped them get on the list. So that's uh, greatly appreciated. But this has been an experience. I never thought this book would end up on Epstein's Island, uh, most unfortunately. But <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, Amazing. listen. Yeah, you could write, so. you you could write a book about the history of the tissue box, and I'd read it. But this this sounds like it's going to be interesting. And you know, Don has a very close history with the tissue box. So for him to say that, big oh yeah. wow, that is <laughs> true. My own personal history. Wow. So if you need a chapter. <laughs> no, thank you, Don. It's ongoing too, nice by the way. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Ian, for coming on with thanks, us. We man. appreciate it. Uh, thanks, guys. Take care. Uh, if you if you haven't read the book, it's it's a great book on Belichick. Uh, yeah, I read it. Everything he, everything he writes is just so pitch perfect. I, I started the Streisand book this week. <laughs> Did he write that too? I didn't know that. No, might as well. I mean, no, she wrote it herself. I, there's no other author. Michael, the, the book's a thousand pages. I know. Oh, you know. So it'll take you what two weeks? No, this might take honestly. A month. What? That's insane. It's like I'm I, carrying I around understand. the baseball encyclopedia with me. But uh, no, he 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 he's fascinating. He's a great author, Ian. Good stuff. Uh, uh, let's hear from you guys. 1-800-919-3776. Yeah. Uh, and Don's going to tell you all about BetMGM. Now, discover BetMGM, the sports betting app New Yorkers turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odd boost promotions, and much more. Plus, every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits or convert into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort nationwide. 
Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's must be 21 plus to wager. New York and New Jersey only. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help us available in New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. According to the National Weather Service, the wind chill in Kansas City Saturday night will be, quote, dangerously cold. It's expected oh, to be no. a wind chill of negative 30 degrees, which Ew. will be one of the coldest games ever. Ever. I'm pretty sure the, uh, the the official term, according to meteorologists, is the windshield factor. Pretty sure. Windshield? Yeah, it's, it's the temperature of your windshield. The windshield factor. Yeah. 1-800-919-3776. Coaching carousel Always. got very interesting today with Belichick. Let's go to Colby in Asbury Park. Hey, good afternoon, Michael, Don, and Peter. What's How up? How you doing? What's up? So, uh, in Jets land, the attitude is ding-dong, the Wicked Witch is dead. Um, you know, I know it's the hot-button issue of the day, and I wanted to discuss it to ask you guys if you think it would be asinine to say that Tom Brady has more to do with the success of New, Eng- New England over the past 24 years than Belichick, just based on the fact that Belichick was not that good as a head coach in Cleveland, and then Tom Brady goes and wins another Super Bowl with a franchise who, frankly, wasn't that good historically. Well, I mean, is Tom Brady even an NFL player without Bill Belichick? I don't think one does it without the other. I mean, yeah, Brady went on and, and, and did it with another, you know, Belichick player in Gronkowski. I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady, I think, and we thank you for the phone call. I, I well, think these comparisons are kind of odd. I mean, they it's a six-round draft pick that that Bill Belichick kept him as the fourth quarterback. That's not that's not done. Well, they needed each other, Michael. Yes. I, I don't I don't think Tom Brady was going to go to Carolina uh, under you know John Fox and, and turn around and win uh, six championships. Uh, but do I think he would have been a very very good quarterback? Yeah, of course I do. And I do don't think you dare that, disrespect John Fox on this show. No, but I like John Fox. John Fox was my very very first sports radio interview. So no, I, I respond just oh, really. Try, I'm trying to find a former Panther coach that he popped into my mind. It's actually out of respect. <laughs> But um, I'm, jo- I'm joking. No, but, I but I'm just, just saying that whatever from. random coach you want to think of, they would have won, and, and Belichick would have won without Brady, but not nearly as many. But the drop the mic moment is that Brady went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl. Now if Belichick goes to Dallas and wins a Super Bowl. Are they back to even again? I, I, mm-hmm. And do I think in the right circumstances Belichick can win another Super Bowl? Absolutely, I do. And let's not make Arians and Tampa out to be the little engine that could. I mean, Arians was a very good coach. You know, Tampa has gone on post Brady to win three consecutive division titles, albeit title adjacent because of the division they're in, but still, they've been a perennial playoff team after Brady left. So, but it's really hard to beat the fact that Brady won without Belichick. It's yeah, tough. I, I, I get it. That, that's looked at as the tiebreaker, but to say that Bel- Belichick was not a terrible coach with Cleveland. Well, went Cleveland to the is a wasteland. They made a playoff. Yeah, they made the playoffs under Belichick, I guess, what was that, that second year? 
And, and, and Ben, if I'm not mistaken, they beat the Patriots. And then they're, they're going through all the thing about moving the team and all of that. I mean, listen, he, he didn't do as badly in, in, in Cleveland as people think. And, you know, he built those defenses. The, Don, Tom Brady had nothing to do with the defense. The defense was a big part of them winning the six Super Bowls. Because if you look at the six Super Bowl wins, they were all close for the most part. They didn't blow anybody out offensively. Listen, the defense it, played a gigantic role. He asked the question... Is it asinine no. to think that? No, it, it's not. Giving giving it to Brady, if you say, hey, Brady went on to Tampa, immediately won a Super Bowl, uh, was competitive basically the entire time he was playing, Belichick has struggled. The last couple of years with Belichick have really been pretty ugly. You can make that argument if you want, but I just look at the 24 seasons in New England, and I think about a lot of teams that, Don, if I pushed you to tell me who the stars were, on both sides of the ball, you'd really struggle. And and then we could name the guys we consider to be really great all-time Patriots from those teams. Are any of them truly great all-time players besides Tom Brady? Gronkowski. And Gronk? Yeah. And, and Who wasn't the even there for all of them? Guskowski. So, so, so again. Vinatieri, so they always had great yeah. kickers. All right, so um, so two great kickers, uh, one of the greatest tight ends of all time, uh, you know, are Dion Branch and they didn't win that year. Are 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 Dion Branch and Troy Brown going to the Hall of Fame? No, the, the defense, yeah. of course, is really good. But guys, yeah, yeah, we Seymour, can't. Bruschi, they had really you know the say out at but, the end but, of his career. But yeah, yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Uh, my point is it lost though. This was not the '85 right. Bears. It, it it wasn't the '98 Vikings. This was. You have to give Belichick credit where it's due. He got the absolute most out of his teams always, and out of Brady too. And I agree with you. I don't know what Brady becomes. I, I think there's a chance. You know, I, I used to always say this: if Brady goes to the Washington Redskins back in the day, guys, does he have the career of Patrick Ramsey? You know, Brady like, couldn't I, start I have, over. Uh, couldn't grab the starting job from Drew Henson in Michigan. They had a share time. So, so let's let's. Uh, it, Belichick took a chance on Brady. Nobody else yeah, saw it. it. I, I think the I think the harder argument. Is Brady over Belichick? I really think, Michael, the mic drop moment is what you just said. Would anyone else even have been playing Tom Brady? And no other coach would have carried a fourth quarterback. Sorry. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. Be caller number 24 years, right? 24 hmm. for Bill Belichick right now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. We'll come back. More of your phone calls, other stories as well. The passing of a Met legend, Bud Harrelson. Um, we'll talk about that. So stay tuned, everybody, as we roll along right here on 98.7 ESPN. Not a score touchdown. Everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person that you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, we'll do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Now mention that I told you to stop by and you'll get the Michael K. treatment. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.